the journey of a thousand miles starts with one mile. And I think um, that's one of the biggest deterrents of people is they could be so down on themselves or so frustrated with where they've gotten that to get to where they want to go just kind of seems like this destination that's just so out of reach. And it just starts with one simple movement, one day at a time. And I know that sounds so cliche, but it's just the truth. Get in there. If you are dedicating yourself to be at that studio or to get into an exercise routine, three days a week, you make the commitment to those three days a week. No ifs, ands, buts about it. Just be, get your body moving. Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. My name is Kim Peek, and if you've been around a while, you know that fitness is my passion because it helps everyone get more out of life. In addition to hosting this podcast, I am a running and triathlon coach, as well as a fitness coach and a speaker. I'm especially excited to talk with today's guest because this company embodies so many of the things that you could dream up if you were creating a list of things that a workout should be. I promise this episode is not a paid sponsorship. Orange Theory is just another one of those brands that I really love. So I talked to one of their regional trainers, Scott Schlesinger, who is a regional trainer for Orange Theory. And he travels all over the United States, but he's also heavily involved in the studios in my part of the country, in the Kansas City area. He has over 20 years experience in fitness and holds a BS in exercise physiology. Before I get into this interview, I want to give all of you who have never stepped foot into an Orange Theory a little bit of context. Orange Theory is a one-hour workout. It's a group workout but it's kind of more like group personal training. You get rowing, running, and weight training. It's high-intensity interval training. And even if you have never run, is this is for you. Don't be scared away or stop listening to this interview because you think this is something you will never do because this is a phenomenal workout. And as you listen to Scott talk, you'll find out that it is a workout that any ability level can jump into that class and feel right at home. So I have to tell you a little story before we get started. When I first heard of Orange Theory, one of my friends had been doing it for months. And this was back when they only had one studio in the Kansas City area. And my friend Molly had been going a lot and talking about how much she loved it. And I had a little bit of an ego and thought, oh my gosh, I am a triathlete. I run, I swim, I bike. This is going to be such cakewalk. There is no way that this can be that awesome of a workout because I do all these things. I went into that place and was so humbled because, of course, with anything, it's as challenging as you make it. I was so sore the next day because it worked muscles that even as a triathlete, I was not working on a regular basis. And that is also one of the things I love about Orange Theory is because Even if you're a runner or a triathlete or you think you have really well-rounded training, I know that a lot of runners really hate to do the weight training part. This makes you do the weight training part that we all love to skip. And at the 
end of every class, they also focus on a little bit of stretching and mobility work. So you're getting in another piece that runners like to skip over. So I'm going to pop in periodically to give a little bit more context on the interview I had with Scott. But for now, enjoy my interview with Scott. Hey, Scott, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thanks for joining me. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I'm excited too. So can you tell me, for people who have never been to Orange Theory yet, or maybe they've driven by, but they've been afraid to stop in because it looks intimidating, can you just explain to everybody what Orange Theory is? Okay, so what Orange Theory is, is basically a one-hour group training um, program. Um, you are hooked up to a hurry monitor, and you're seeing your, your results kind of live um, on big screen TVs. Um, you have uh, cardiovascular intervals, you have a rowing component, and you also have a functional weight training floor. You have a person that's basically group training the room, kind of one-on-one, but in a big group setting to make sure you don't overtrain or undertrain. So it's based off of what's called EPOC and fitness, which is a physiological response based off of high-intensity interval training. And that simply means that your body will burn a higher rate of calories post-workout from the high-intensity training that we uh, go through on a daily basis. I love it. So mm-hmm. how I always yeah. say that the Orange Theory kind of, if you're, if you're new to it, it kind of feels a little bit like a three-ring circus because there's so much going yeah. on, but the trainer sure. organizes all that chaos so that it always makes sense sure. you know what you're supposed to be doing at any point in time. Yes. Can you tell us, so there's this epoch, and this is supposed to, is one of the benefits of an Orange Theory workout is that you're going to continue burning calories after the workout is over. How does somebody at Orange Theory, I know you guys have various ways of tracking, what is the method that people use so that they know that they're getting a hard enough workout? So we have a heart rate monitor system that uh, that is basically called the BEAT, which is just a tracking um, heart rate program, and it's a color-coded program, so it's very easy to track your efforts. So the five colors represent five zones um, at the end of the workout, as well as live. You can see what's going on live as far as where your heart rate is, what the percent is whether you're hitting the higher intensities represented by the orange and red zones. And then after, when we're done, we're going to get a summary that's going to explain how well you did in that particular workout. So right there, you're seeing immediate biofeedback of what's going on during that workout rather than just guessing, did I have a hard workout or did I not have a hard workout? I want to pause this interview for a minute and read just a little snippet from an April 29th Washington Post article. It says, exercising consistently can help prevent heart disease and muscle weakness, control and treat chronic conditions such as diabetes, arthritis, and hypertension, increase bone and muscle strength, improve brain function and sleep, and boost mood and enhance your overall quality of life. Even when you know all of this, it can be a challenge to get in all of your exercise, even if you know your way around the gym. And so that is what I love about Orange Theory is that they make this easy. Listen to more of my interview with Scott. And if somebody is coming for the first time 
And they're looking at this and they're like, okay, there's rowers and there's treadmills and there's weights and there's TRX and there's all the stuff. And I've never done any of it before. And then all of a sudden they're hooked up to a heart rate monitor and there's numbers flashed across the screen on the wall. What do you tell them so that they don't get intimidated, so that they're willing to give it a try for the first time? Well, first we want to key on off the results. I mean, anything worth fighting for is worth basically being challenged. Um, anything that you're, you're, you, you know, you're shooting for is going to take a little bit of effort. With that being said, they're going to be guided 100%. They're, they're not going to be flying by at any moment of the workout. Our coaches are not only experts, but trained at really, you know, being able to kind of monitor the whole room to uh, be able to work one-on-one in a big group setting with pretty much everybody. Everybody gets um, personal attention at some point. So in an orange area workout, as intimidating as it might look in the beginning, everybody down the line realizes that it's, it's moldable, it's adjustable, it's, it's catered towards them as far as we offer um, ways to uh, option on exercises. And we're going to kind of fine-tune it to help them get through the workout. And at the end of the day, when somebody comes to the workout, my first goal for them is that they feel successful. Um, actually, on their first workout, I'm not really even worried or uh, whether they're going to get that active or an epoch or not. I'm really more concerned that they have a good time, that they feel that they had a good workout, and then that's rep- that they can duplicate that workout um, you know, in a, in a couple days within about a day or two, and that uh, they enjoy themselves and they actually feel successful, not that they feel broken down and completely beat up. I mean, you're going to have a good workout, but at the end of the day, they're going to be well taken care of and they're going to feel successful. Hey, hey, it's Kim here again. I just wanted to add a little bit more about EPOC. EPOC Excess post-oxygen consumption is not just a phrase that Orange Theory throws around. This is a phrase that is known in the fitness community among fitness professionals. Here's a little bit about EPOC from a recent article from Mind Body Green. It's from a May 6th article. It says, strength training raises excess post-oxygen consumption, EPOC. This is important to all of us since this process can raise your metabolism for up to 24 hours after your workout concludes. This change allows the body to burn fat more efficiently throughout the day while securing sustained energy. Additionally, lean muscle improves posture, sculpts the physique, and protects our bones. All right, now that sounds like something we can all benefit from, right? Another good reason to get in your strength training, get in your splat points, as they call them at Orange Theory. More from Scott now. And you guys are always really good, too, about if somebody's new or if they just need some extra guidance about giving them the option to come in early so that they you can the trainer kind of shows them, you know, this is how you adjust your rower. This is how you use the rower. This is... How, how everything works around here. So it's not like you're just, somebody's just coming in and being thrown into this group environment either. Well, correct. When they first um, sign up to try a class as an intro, um, they arrive at the studio early, 30 minutes before the earliness, to basically fill out the necessary paperwork. Um, that paperwork is basically just a simple liability waiver, 
figured a little bit of history about their workouts and what their goals are. It's called a climb and take form. Then that person is going to be introduced to the coach. The coach is going to take them to a full tour of the studio. So that's going to be basically familiarizing them with the equipment, answering questions, explaining of how kind of the basic functionality of the, of the studio runs, and then basically just make them feel feel like they're um, you know part of something special and that they're going to be attended to. But they will be shown exactly how to use the the most basic functions of the equipment to kind of the whole flow of the atmosphere. So they're shown uh, fully what to expect. Yeah, I think that's really important too. So a lot of times you, you in a class are dealing with people with a wide variety of running ability and exercise experience levels. You have in, in the same class, you can have people who have maybe, are maybe just coming off the couch to people who are training for marathons. And you can have all of those people in the same class because of the way you structure the workouts. Can you talk a little bit about the walker, jogger, runner, and some of the other options that you give people? Sure. So uh, just kind of elaborate on what you said. So Orange Theory really is for every body and every person is because it's designed to be for all levels, all fitness uh, abilities, uh, whether somebody that's injured, that's getting back into it, somebody that's basically very condition, uh, conditioned to somebody that's basically, like you said, uh, not in the shape that they want to be in and they're just getting back into fitness. So we have very specific language that's catered to help um, all populations of people to understand what we're trying to get from them for that moment, for that minute, for that, for that five minutes. And it's, um, it's basically uh, part of the development of the brand. It's basically um, we cater to people that are what we call power walkers. We cater to people that are joggers, runners. So it's very common to be on a treadmill next to somebody that is running way faster, or you might be power walking and running or uh, jogging way faster than you're going. But the thing is that the output of effort is the exact same because of the conditioning of the human being. So if I'm a power walker and I'm trying to get myself to the orange zone, the coach is explaining to me based on our language what they're, how to get there. But then they're also then queuing up the jogger or the runner to get to the same type of output of effort. Again, indicated, indicated by our heart rate colors. And again, it's the same concept. We're going to the same place. It's how we get there that's different. And that's all part of our, our experience. Yeah, that's one of the things I like about Orange Theory. Another thing that I like about Orange Theory is that you guys give people a number of ways to track their progress. And I think that's really important when you're trying to get people to develop an exercise habit or to stick with something long term. Sometimes you know, you say, I'm going to lose 50 pounds or I'm going to run a marathon. That goal seems so far out that it doesn't seem achievable. But you guys give people little ways on a daily basis and then from workout to workout where they can track their progress. Can you talk about just some of the ways that people can see that they're making improvements or, or making progress over time? Sure. All right. So, um, you're absolutely right. I think we live in a day and age where people like data. Um, that's why um, you know certain watches and certain um, 
um, gadgets, risks, risks or, or apps are out there because people like to see tangible numbers and evidence. And whether it's, um, I think we're beyond just weight loss. I think people like to see how many steps we're doing and how many calories we're burning and what my average heart rate was. And that's kind of a, where we're at as a fitness um, kind of a community now. And um, we have multiple ways of tracking that. First and foremost is the OTP heart rate system. So like I said, you're getting that live feedback of where you're at, of where you're at real time. And then when the class is over, how you did in that hour. That's one measurable way. Another measurable way is when we're doing something like our water rowers. Our water rowers have monitors that are basically giving you specific metrics like um, a stroke rate. What is my current stroke rate? Um, how many meters have I gone? And then we also have our units of, um, of effort. So we have... Uh, on our rower monitors, we can measure either power output or what's called a split time, which is just another way of measuring effort or miles per hour. So we give very specific goals based off of that. And you start to learn what those goals are for you. So I say oftentimes, if your goal is basically just an aesthetic goal, I want to look a certain way or I want to feel a certain way, oftentimes performance goals lead to aesthetic goals. So we do want to see improvement on a daily basis so you will see that you are rowing harder with numbers you are running faster you are walking faster and there's also the good old-fashioned i feel better um people can see the difference from a feeling point of view that within with honestly within a week or two that they can notice that they're they're just recovering better um that they're uh sustaining an effort longer that they're um able to start a workout a set quicker than they did uh last week because they're just uh, like i said recovering better um in addition you know there's uh, other things that are coming out in orange theory which is kind of new to our program it's called the challenge tracker the challenge tracker is a is a, a system that we started we rolled it out about a year ago and now we are tracking what's called benchmark uh workouts or benchmark efforts um so you can see uh, progress from one benchmark to the next example of a, a benchmark will be how quickly did I do a 500 meter row? Well, if I did a 500 meter row in a minute and 37 seconds four months ago, if I'm being consistent, I will see noticeable difference when I do that next, next, next benchmark 500 meter row. I should be able to see that that 500 meter distance goes down from, um, um, from my continuous commitment and basically just my consistency to showing up. So those are amongst the many ways, as well as just seeing a body fat drop. And coming soon is what's, uh, we're going to be measuring um, people's body fat and uh, lean muscle um, um, stacks. We have a new thing coming out, rolling out real soon with all Orange Series. And eventually it will be in every Orange Series at some point. But uh, that's something new as well. Wow, I love how they're starting to incorporate all of that technology to make it easier even to see your progress. I just think that if you can track your progress in some way, even if you're seeing that I was a walker when I started and now whether it's three months or three years later, I'm a runner or a jogger or I could in it, I could road this many meters or yards in a two minute time period the last time we did that workout and now here's where I am. I mean there's all those are all just really great ways to see your progress. So I, I love that they're making it easy even easier to track. Yes. It's uh 
very forward thinking uh, fitness program and it's we're always on the cutting edge we're always moving forward and you know just uh the bod i think it's called the bod pod i might be off as far as the what our body composition uh and um uh scale is going to be but it's going to be really rolled out real soon but that's that's another great way because a lot of times people look at a scale and you know, they can get discouraged because the numbers don't drop, but yet they just know that their clothes are looser, they feel better. And we want to encourage them that, you know, you are on the on the way towards your goal. And just because you don't see a number on a scale changes, it means that something isn't working. Uh, as a matter of fact, there's a lot of reasons why a number on a scale won't change, but there's a lot of other reasons why you can, you can show evidence that you are getting in better shape. Hey everyone, do me a favor. If you are listening on your phone, take a screenshot of the podcast right now and post it to your stories. Then tag your friends, tag your favorite Orange Theory, let everybody know about Orange Theory because I love it, and also about the Power Up Your Performance podcast. I try every week to bring you an interview with somebody whose perspective I think is going to help change your life, help make you more optimistic, and help you get more out of life. And I wanted to also expand on what Scott was talking about here. We are heading into summertime right now, and everybody's all obsessed with getting beach body ready or getting a swimsuit ready. And I want to remind you that every body deserves to wear a swimsuit. And there are more measures of fitness than how you look. In fact, If your goal is based just on appearance, you are more likely to bail on that goal. Did you know that? Instead, look for all kinds of ways that you are making progress. You're getting faster. You're getting stronger. You can lift more weights. You can row more. Maybe you don't need a nap anymore when you're done with your workout. Maybe you can run more miles. Maybe you just feel better overall or your energy and attitude have improved. There are so many ways to track progress. I have a few podcast episodes that I did about journaling for fitness success. I'm going to link to those episodes in the podcast because I think that it really truly helps you stay accountable. And that's what we're all looking for is to feel better, not just look better. So I've always believed that running and exercise have the power to transform lives. And I know that you guys nationwide, but also locally have witnessed a number of success stories. Do you have any kind of success story that you can share with us about how somebody saw big results or big changes in their lives by coming to Orange Theory? Oh, gosh. Picking one is hard because there are so many. And I truly mean that. I mean, I don't know if I've ever been part of a fitness movement that has had so much success across the board on so many different um, levels and in so many different states and regions. So um, to pick one, it's, it's real tough. I mean, I mean, I can think of our, our transformation challenge winners, people that basically enter a, uh, uh, an eight week commitment to themselves to using orange Syrian of good nutrition plans um, to basically get into the best shape of their life. And I, I mean, I know there's multiple people that have lost hundred pounds as much as that um, coaches that have actually been on that journey as well. People fighting, uh, you know, a disease. I know one person who's fought, fought breast cancer before. I think that's you, Kim. 
Yeah, I think it and, is too. Uh, yeah, so there's there's a lot of people that have used this to basically, um, you know, really, really transform their life. And um, so, I mean, I wish I could find one that was just stood out, but quite honestly, there are so many that are uh, on that same level. I mean, there's a lot of people using it to um, overcome something that's painful in their life. But um, there, there is just a lot, a lot of them. Um, a lot, a lot of people that have transformed their body and, uh, and have some major, major weight loss. I will say that one of the thing, a few of the things I loved about going to Orange Theory while I was going through breast cancer treatment, one, I was going while I was undergoing chemo. And because you guys pay so much attention to the cleanliness, it was one of the places I was positive I could go and not get infected with other germs because that's so important when you're going through chemo. You have to be really careful because your immune system is compromised. And so I was able to go and I was able to work out while I was going through treatment. And it gave me a place where I wanted to go every morning, a reason to get out of bed. And that workout always energized me because low energy is one of the symptoms that you experience when you go through chemo. So there were a lot of benefits um, to going to Orange Theory while going through my breast cancer treatment. You know, that's that's a whole area that, that you know, that uh, we're big on is basically making this boutique studio that's very high functionally on a fitness and athletical, athletic level to be clean and uh, um, look amazing constantly. Um, I think you talked about the enjoyment of going there. That's the sense of community that we basically are really big on. It's basically um, we make you feel like a person. You're not a membership number to us. Um, it's never been part of that. So people get to know each other pretty well, and it's pretty neat to come in every day and see the same faces or just bring new people into um, uh, to the class setting. It's, it's the culture. It's the cleansiness. It's the experience. It's everything. I agree with all of that. And I think that your coaches bring something that is really special too. Can you talk a little bit about what you look for when you're hiring a coach? Because they have, they all have, they make the class. Yes. All right. So, um, yeah, I can speak to that uh, greatly. So as a regional fitness director for Orange one of my, one of the things that I, uh, I do is I, I'm a, I recruit, I develop coaches and um, to speak to what I personally look for, it might be a little bit different than some of the other regionals or other head coaches, but I think uh, there's a common denominator. One of the things I look for is um, honestly, one of the first things I look for is um, the ability to connect to people. So in my coaches, I look for somebody that has the ability to communicate, uh, make a member feel welcome, to the BLT to uh, be themselves, to laugh with a member, basically connection, people that have good connection with other human beings. In addition, of course, there needs to be a fitness side to them. And um, our coaches are either um, educated uh, collegially through that, so they might have a four-year degree in exercise science or kinesiology or, or, uh, or some sort of exercise background, or they are certified through one of uh, the top five accredited organizations um, in the country. So one being ACSM, American College of Sports Medicine, another one being NASM, which is National Academy of Sports Medicine, ACE, which is American Council on Exercise, AFA, and then the, the next big one is the NSCA, 
National Sports Conditioning Association. Those those are considered the five big ones. There's other ones out there, but we are really trying to streamline our coaches to have very high education. And so that being said, that coupled with the ability to connect to people um, just gives a superior product. And I remember reading when that book first came out, the one that the Orange Theory founder wrote, she had a... That book is great, and it has a whole lot in it just about her philosophy about how you speak with people and how you make personal connection. And I think that is important from a business standpoint, and it's part of what has made the the franchise successful. But I also think it's just important in terms of what makes people continue to come back and why they enjoy the workout. Yep. Yeah, so the, the book is called Push, and Ellen, our founder, is really big at connection with people. And I think, uh, and I know Ellen really well. Um, I've known her because I'm from South Florida. As uh, Not that she's from South Florida, but she works in South Florida for many, many years. But, you know, Ellen, I know of her. She has a big heartbeat for human beings, and she has a big, real, she has a lot of empathy for people. And that's really kind of the, the cornerstone of kind of, uh, you know, how we treat people is basically with empathy. Everybody's got a story. Um, some stories are not real dramatic, but everybody's got a reason for being there and a story for being there and to be able to uh, uh, get granular on people and basically be able to treat people and meet them where they're at. Not everybody's the same and you don't really talk to everybody the same, but to be able to have 20 something to 30 something people in front of you and being able to really know each and every one of them enough to cater to their needs is pretty, pretty remarkable. Yeah, it really is. And it always amazes me how you guys are so good at knowing all the members names, which is a task in itself since not everybody is always regular or popping into the same class slot all the time. And now is the time to remind you that if you have not done so already, please head over to your podcast app and hit that subscribe button. I have some great content coming up and I don't want you to miss it. I will be talking to Dina Castor, who is an Olympian and the author of Let Your Mind Run, a fabulous book about optimism and using the power of your mind and controlling your thoughts to make big things happen in your life. And In two weeks, I have an interview with Katherine Switzer, the first woman to run the Boston Marathon. That interview blew me away, and you will want to hear that. So please be sure to subscribe, and if you like what you hear, remember to rate and review. Building on what Scott was talking about a minute ago, remember all the times we've talked on the podcast about the importance of community. Getting to Orange Theory or getting to a group fitness class is an easy way to get involved in a community. When you are involved with a group, it helps you stay committed to your exercise program and communities just make us happier overall. So it's another one of those additional side effects that you'll get from going to any fitness workout or especially to Orange Theory. Okay, two last questions for you. What advice do you have for somebody who is trying to develop an exercise habit? What would you tell them about why they should do it and maybe any tips you have for remaining consistent while you're trying to develop that habit and make it a lifestyle? Right. Uh, Thanks 
first thing I would say is the journey of a thousand miles starts with one mile. And I think um, that's one of the biggest deterrents of people is they're could be so down on themselves or so frustrated with where they've gotten that to get to where they want to go just kind of seems like this destination that is just so out of reach. And it just starts with one simple movement, one day at a time. And I know that sounds so cliche, but it's just the truth. Get in there. If you are dedicating yourself to be at that studio or to get into an exercise routine, three days a week, you make the commitment to those three days a week. No ifs, ands, buts about it. Just be, get your body moving three days a week. And then just as you start to feel better and you start to cultivate that confidence, you'll start to really hunger for it more. Um, so I would have to say that one of my biggest tips in fitness is um, consistency plus frequency plus intensity equals results. So you got to be consistent. You got to be frequent with your exercise and you got to find those moments of not every workout that you're pushing your, 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 your borders a little bit. You're, you're pushing your envelope a little bit. And it doesn't mean that you're pushing yourself to be sick. It means that you're just taking your, your normal routine and you're going to, and you're going to level up. And when you do those three things, you're going to see results. It's guaranteed. Hey friends, if you are in the Kansas city area, I would love to come to your office, conduct some lunch and learns, take everybody on a lunchtime yoga and hike, talk to your Girl Scout troop, do some girls' night out events. Let's be creative and figure out how to start working some fitness into your life. And for everybody else who is not in Kansas City, or even if you are in Kansas City, I would love to come talk to your group. I have a list of topics, potential topics that I can talk on, on my website. You can learn more about me, my speaking, and my coaching programs at www.crushingmygoals.com. Okay, my last question for you. Power Up Your Performance, which is the name of the podcast, is all about helping people to think, feel, and live like champions. What would be three traits that you think all champions possess? Three traits all champions possess. Passion, number one. Um, work ethic, number two. And um, just kind of a, a resilience to see their dream through, no matter at, at what cost, no matter what obstacle, no matter what comes their way. Um, their passion and their work ethic and their, their resilience, basically, they are just going to, they're going to make it happen no matter what. They're going to fail, but they're going to fail forward. Um, which is something that I'm big at that nobody's perfect and nobody's going to have the perfect workout. And I, I often say there's no, um, there's no such thing as a bad workout. Something I believe in heavily there's good, better, best. When you get your body moving, it's a good workout. Um, it's a better workout when you start to do some, um, start, start to do some things that are going to push you out of your comfort zone. It's your best workout when you start to see these PR type of stuff, personal records. I'm running faster. I'm rowing harder, but, um, I think those are the three main things that champions possess, in my opinion. So passion, work ethic, and resilience. I love those. And I especially love that you mentioned failing, because I think that that is something that we don't talk about enough, that people think that we always have to be perfect. And I think it's important to acknowledge that not being perfect and failing sometimes is part of it. And we have to be able to pick ourselves and get back up and start again. Well, thank you so much for doing this interview with me. It's been great. And I'm glad that I finally got to talk to you again. 
Yeah, it's been too long, so let's get together on Super Hot. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run, and you can find me at www.crushingmygoals.com or on all social media as at sign power of run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes and remember to subscribe. As a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. Power up your week and I will catch you next Tuesday.